0: quite astonished actually at how how seamless almost like that the process has been once I was able to find the message to stand on.
1: Welcome to the Legacy in the Making show. I'm your host LA's foremost success coach Tony Marie Torrey. I interview leaders and influencers who've gone beyond the superficial markers of success and claimed true fulfillment by leveraging their positions to create positive and profitable changes in their businesses and beyond. They share their stories and offer real-world, boots-on-the-ground experience that translates into practical advice to apply to your own journey. I invite you to this injection of wisdom and inspiration so you can prevail and leave your own lasting legacy. Hello, and welcome to the Legacy in the Making show. I'm really pleased to be talking with the fabulous Carla Amanda Brown today. Carla and I are going to be talking to you about business values, how to identify them, how you can use them in your business, and in particular, to make sure that you're building a culture of healthy, functional Teams and also to help you attract the right resources in the first place. So, Carla is the CEO of Soul Centric Counseling and of the Soul Centric. Collective, and her counseling organization specializes in helping people get to the other side of personal traumas and betrayals. And Carla, welcome. It's so great to talk with you today, and you have done some amazing work in the world and grown and progressed so much as a practitioner over the years that I have known you. So tell us a little bit about yourself and why it is that you've started Soul Centric Counseling and The Collective.
0: Well, first, thank you so much for inviting me on the show. I'm happy to be here with you and your watchers and listeners. I started Soul Centric Counseling really wanting to invite people into a comfy space where they could come and really discover themselves in a new way, where they could also discover what counseling can be. I have the experience of watching TV just like anyone else. And I think there's kind of one narrative around what that's like. And so I've stepped out and have invited other clinicians, counselors to come along with me to help people change their lives and to find freedom.
1: So I love the work that you're doing in the world because it's so important. What got you started kind of down the road of helping people address the, the traumas and the betrayals?
0: Well, I think if most wellness folks are honest with you, they will tell you that the journey started with themselves. Mm -hmm. And so a byproduct, a delightful byproduct of my own wellness journey has been being able to have a business where I get to support others on their wellness journey as well. I love that and and it's
1: definitely the same for me I certainly when I started all my various trainings and certifications it was all around initially working through my own crap. I'm just going to say crap because that's the word that came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like working through my own stuff and looking for tools to empower myself. And then that eventually transitioned into wanting to empower others as I was able to heal and resolve some of my past issues, concerns, and traumas. And then I'm like, people need to be free. People need to be free of this stuff so they can bring their gifts to the world. And I know that Absolutely.
0: That's, you that's such a key piece of when I think when we find ourselves on the other side of some pain and sure there there's more to go, the journey continues as long as we're here to, to live. I think there becomes maybe a natural inclination to want to bring others along. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You and I met actually originally doing when we were becoming certified hypnotherapists, which was at the beginning of both our journeys as practitioners, as clinicians. And it was an amazing thing to just kind of walk into the room and you were just, she was just so lit up. Like she just, Carla just stood out in the room as someone that was just holding a lot of light. And so we eventually got to know each other and we've worked together and Carla's been my client, and we've been friends and we've got a long standing relationship now. And so when you came to me and you started saying, look, I want to take my practice from me just being a sole practitioner and I have a bigger vision. It was like such an honor to be able to work with you and help you make that transition into CEO of your company and into launching the, you know, the two initiatives that you have. Tell us a little bit more about the soul centric collective, because this is like the second phase
0: of your ability to contribute to the world century Collective is my contribution to to the world really part of it is to wellness practitioners who also have this desire in them to step out into the world and to serve more people primarily through groups whether that's yoga through a group or group therapy or some other form of sacred circle gathering for people that traditionally these sorts of offerings haven't been so easy to advertise. And and I've found in my own journey and in helping my clients that I'm having to ask this person or ask that professional if they know of a gathering of like people who are wanting to heal and move beyond their pain together and as i've continued to come up short in finding a one stop shop i decided well heck why don't i create something let's let's set out and do this that's
1: fantastic. So so you, in your professional experience, came across a, a problem, a limitation that you were seeing that you were coming up against yourself. And eventually, and I love this because it's so much about, I think, as we go on our personal journey, we start really learning how to take responsibility. And when we see a problem we don't necessarily just go, oh, leave it to someone else to resolve. I love that you, you stepped up to the ownership of solving that problem yourself. And I know that it's so funny, really, isn't it? Because I have known you for a long time. I know that part of your journey, at one point you kind of segued for a while into learning how to code and and kind of considering the possibility of stepping into the high tech world. And at the time I know that it was kind of like, well, should I, shouldn't I? I don't know. I'm going to explore this. I don't really know what it means or what it's about or why. But eventually like that little segue for you has ended up being a really powerful component of your ability to be able to create create the collective.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's helped me to not be afraid of computers, um, to know my way around, to be able to create an amazing team to launch soul centric collective and just to have some knowledge around what's happening and why and and what are people experiencing out in the world and, and I think especially in the area where I live in the Silicon Valley uh, it's given me a flavor of, of what some of my clients lives are like mm, yeah that's fantastic.
1: And so you know no effort is ever really wasted so long as you're doing something that's in alignment and I know that for you you knew it was in alignment you just didn't know what the end goal or, or, or you weren't totally clear on what the end game was.
0: Is that am I remembering that correctly? Oh, for sure. Uh, This soul-centric Collective has been named various things (laughs) along the journey as I've pivoted to to find the niche and to figure out who do I want to serve? How do I want to serve these people? And part of what happened to really catapult things is building, I wouldn't even say building, I I feel like these people were divinely (laughs) placed into my life to have a team to launch SoulCentric Collective and to make it what it is.
1: That's fantastic. And that brings us kind of to the conversation that we talked about having today, which is really, and I love what you're saying, like, it just really feels like that they came in, they came to you. And I think that that is what happens when you get really clear on what your purpose is, what your mission is, what your business values are. It is so much easier to attract the right Talent. We did the work together to define your business values, your purpose, your mission, all those things. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Like, once those pieces of the puzzle were in place, how did things unfold?
0: Well, with soul centric counseling specifically, I have made a name for myself as a solo practitioner and um, was doing fine and knew that I wanted to expand. I talked to a few clinician friends about joining and had been doing the work behind the scenes to set the business up, to make that happen, and wasn't feeling ready to open up the business to others. There was something missing. And so when you and I connected to figure out the values and the mission statement, it was nerve (laughs) wracking. To really bring from me words to express to people. It it, it was really vulnerable um, Mm -hmm. to tell people, these are the things that I value, and if you value these things too, come join me. And as you know, I kind of sat on things for a little while, but once I finally did send out the job listings, I found that I got exactly the people I want And they're excited as well to have their values mirrored by what I've been able to share.
1: That's amazing. And so, and I seem to remember you telling me that one of the things that happened was as you went through the interview process almost everyone brought that part up right they were extremely enthusiastic i mean obviously people want jobs like but but there was a different level of enthusiasm
0: that came with your candidates is that right absolutely absolutely it it was so our conversations were so personal Uh, part of the thing is my written application is pretty lengthy and i ask some some pretty personal questions um, and some things about their knowledge. What are, what are they bringing as, as counselors? And so with that and with the values piece, it really allowed the interviews to be an opportunity for me to get to know them and them to get to know me in the same way that when someone is looking for a counselor to work with personally, it fits important and that's the same with, Employee-employer relationship fit is really important. So, being able to put my cards out and say, "Hey, here's part of who I am, part of the way that I think, and my vision as to what I'm wanting to create," it it brought those people right in. That's fantastic. And now that you're,
1: you know, you're really up and running in your business. And I just want to mention that we've been going through the whole pandemic experience and the the looting and the protesting and all those things going on, yet soul-centric counseling has been growing significantly in this period of time. And you were actually able to put these people that you hired right to work and get them busy really quickly. So Carla, how has being able to hire people who have self-professed being in alignment with your values allowed you to grow and scale your
0: business? I, I would say it's helped us to form trust and to bond more quickly. And on a personal level, as I've been able to be courageous and vulnerable with them, it's helping them to be more courageous and vulnerable with me. And the more that we team up together to really form soul-centric counseling, the easier it is for us to step into the room and to do our work. For me to trust the counselors to show up, do their work, to come to me or the other supervisor when something's amiss and to get the help that they need to serve people as well as they deserve to be served.
1: It sounds like as a result of you creating this culture of trust and to some extent vulnerability that has allowed you to to lead but not have to be so hands-on because you've got people that you know that you can trust and you've got people who feel like they're safe, to put their hand up and say, hey, I need some help and support right now without feeling like they're going to be shot down or judged or anything like that. Does that kind of encapsulate part of what you've been experiencing?
0: Absolutely. I was really nervous about my own level of control that I think I need and having really my name and my brand being represented by others. Mm. And because of what you helped me with, (laughs) because of the values, mission statement, vision, and the trust that we are building with each other, I'm not nervous. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm excited by having a team of people that I get to learn from, that I get to teach, and that I get to learn with.
1: What a different kind of experience in growing a business. And and because we've been in this incredibly unique environment recently with COVID-19 and with protests and looting and all these crazy things going on in the world it's truly remarkable that you have still been able to grow and scale a business and find the right people to be with you to grow and scale that business and i think that's one of the really big testaments to the value of having done this work
0: and built a
1: team in this way
0: for sure for sure it's been it's been amazing i'm quite astonished actually at how how seamless, almost, like that the process has been once I was able to find the message to stand on. That's so amazing, Carla.
1: And I'm sure people are like super curious to know what your values are. So I'm gonna ask you to share those with us. And then once you've shared them with us, we're actually gonna go into a little bit of a teaching moment to talk about how it is that you can create your values list for your business, which may draw on your personal values, but it could also be different. Yeah. So, Carla, tell us about your values.
0: So, at Soul Centric Counseling, our values are present moment awareness, dynamic and engaging collaboration, whole brain, whole body healing, shame, transformation, encourage restoration, compassionate and creative connection, celebration of playfulness and innocence and all wrapped up in developmentally appropriate intervention. And of course, for you, that all makes total
1: sense because of the nature of your business. So you may have a completely different business to Carla's. Um, There's such a powerful sense of values and, and obviously you're not doing a lot of brick and mortar business at the moment, but I know that you've got those posted on your website and you had them posted in your clinic and, how did you find your, your clients respond to knowing and understanding those values?
0: Well, similarly to the response I would get from um, counselors applying to work with soul-centric counseling, clients will quote things from the website and quote values that really spoke to them. Um, they'll say, oh, When you said this piece about present moment awareness or the whole body healing really resonated with me because I've been experiencing this pain or ailment, similarly brings in the clients who are a good fit
1: Mm, that's great and I'm sure that makes life a whole lot easier having clients that that are a good fit because I know there are times when we we have people that come to us for help as practitioners myself being a success coach and sometimes they, they just don't end up feeling like they are the right fit and then that's hard work and it's part of kind of like the maturation of becoming a more successful entrepreneur is actually learning how to recognize the the clients the customers that actually aren't a good fit and being willing to say no and and the good news is is that once you've got that kind of message and that sort of information out there then you don't have to be saying no because you're pre-screening people so it might feel a little bit vulnerable but coming up with a list of business values what you stand for actually is an incredibly powerful way to put your legacy the legacy that you want to create out there in the world and attract people. So let's talk a little bit about how it is that you can create your own list of business values. And I recommend that you have between 4 and 5 business values. I kind of like 5 just because there's a momentum with odd numbers. So I personally have 5 on my website and You can actually go to, I'll share this with you, and then you can also go to tonymarie.com forward slash business hyphen values, where I have an article that also reiterates what I'm teaching and adds some more to it. In the interest of time, we won't go super deep into it. But, um, and on that, you will find a list of values to choose from. So the best thing to do is to find a broad list of values and you literally just sit down and you, you circle the ones that speak to you. And then you go through the list again and you see if you can organize them under themes because you may find that you've got like some value it all ultimately fit together and there will be one word that represents that group of values the most powerfully for you. And so then now that you've got that list of values, I don't want you to stop there. I want you to then in one very, very short, succinct sentence, like really only no more than about Seven or eight words say what that value means to you. I'm going to do a quick share to my website so we can so I can show you an example of what that is like. And I have my values here on my website as I scroll down. and here they are here. And I'm just going to move my camera, I've got the list of the values, innovation, integrity, profound power, innate wisdom and legacy. So let's take profound power as an example, just because that's something that's really pretty personal to me. And it's the sort of thing that people might know what it means, but not really. And so for me, profound power was really talking about the energy that you access through transcending internal limitations so it's the power that and the energy that comes to you when you're when your body Releases some kind of emotional trauma or some kind of limiting belief, some stuck place within yourself, and it opens up space for you to be more powerful. To someone else, profound, profound power could mean something completely different. So that's why I like I like my clients to come up with something that explains the words. And you heard from Carla; like she actually has these kind of short sentences that encapsulate her values, so people really understand what it is that she's referring to. And so that makes it very specific to you. So I encourage you to go look at the article so you can get a little bit more information for how it is that you can identify. And I've got like a list of steps that you can go through to help you really understand yourself better and what's really important to you and then how that plays out in your business life. Because personal values and business values can be a little bit different. So like for me, for example, one of my personal values is beauty. Like I love to have things that look pretty. That's why my website looks super pretty, I think, anyway, in my, <laughs> in my opinion, because beauty is something that's really important to me, but it's not one of my business values. And so there is a distinction between the two and it's well and truly worth doing the work. Okay, so I'll stop sharing. Whoops, hold on. And we'll get back to you, Carla. So Carla, if you were standing in a room of people that are in business who it really is important to them to make their mark on the world, to build a healthy culture within their business environment, and really implement some changes, either you know locally, in their own corner of the world or more globally, what would you say to them?:
0: I would tell them to find the fun and the fear and to bring someone else along: a coach, an accountability buddy um others to support them along the way and to have fun while doing it. Setting out to create a legacy or finding that we've been on this journey of legacy building and have something big to offer into the world, it's nerve-wracking. It's not something that the majority of people in this world do. So you're in an elite bunch. We are in this together and and it's our opportunity it's our opportunity to create so let's do that
1: I love it you saying it's our opportunity to create brings me full circle to thinking about the empowerment dynamic which is the solution to the drama triangle and we won't go super deeply into that right now other than to say that the the solution to victimization which of course is a lot of what you help your people with is actually to step into creating and to step into taking responsibility for what it is that you're that you're building in the world so anytime you're ever feeling disempowered just focus on what it is that you want to create for yourself and the difference that you want to make for yourself and the people that you are destined to serve. And it's a great way of just stepping out of the muck and into the light. And as legacy makers, it's our responsibility to do that as quickly as we possibly can so we can keep on going. Carla, do you have any great tips and tools for our audience around something that they could do, maybe something that you teach your clients that they can? do for the times when they are feeling
0: disempowered that would help them shift? Absolutely. One thing that really shifts things for me quickly and my clients is to hum. And it could be to hum a tune. It could be um, like a monotone sort of long drawl, And this is similar to Aum in meditation and uh, yoga, which lots of people are familiar with. And What it does is it just gets throughout the entire body that reverberation, that resonance to help come into the moment. Another thing is to feel your feet on the floor and maybe play the floor like a piano with your toes and just really settle into the ground beneath you. And from that place, of course, take a few nice breaths and see what's new. See what gets to emerge from that place.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that. As you were talking, I started wiggling my toes on the floor and I just felt this like big smile come to my face. And I also just felt like a lot more grounded and a little silly, you know, like life got
0: lighter. One last thing, where can we find you? So my website, soulcentriccounseling.com. And similarly for me and clinicians, uh, practitioners around the world soon, soul-centric collective to find groups in your community.
1: Having run groups and having participated in groups, I can tell you that there is a a different kind of healing and empowerment that can happen in a group that does not happen one-on-one. As much as I love one-on-one and I have one-on-one clients, um, but it's also the reason why I created the Innate Wisdom Business Council, because there is some synergy and power that happens in groups. So I love that you have the soul-centric collective, Carla, because that allows us to make that shift into new realizations and group empowerment as well thank you so much for being here today and with that we will bid you adieu i'm glad you tuned in to the legacy in the making show if you're genuinely interested in creating positive change in your business or your life or on a more global scale i invite you to connect with me at tonymarie.com that's tony with a y marie with two e's When you get there, you'll find the Path to Purpose Master Plan, the truly brilliant method to make sure you're clear on why you're here. This is the absolute critical foundation to honing your instincts and leaving a legacy you'll be proud of. You can also find out about the Innate Wisdom Business Council, which is an opportunity to evolve your vision in the company of like-minded leaders and much, much more. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you next time.